The Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, here's Rappin' on Racing. Hey, this is Mark Richards. You're listening to Rappin' on Racing with Don Gamble. Good afternoon and welcome to Rappin' on Racing, September 25, 2023. We have a real nice show planned for you today. Tyler Harris, the voice of Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Marion Center Speedway current super late model point leader and feature winner Levi Yetter. Retired driver and car owner of Zarin Racing, Jim Zarin. From Latrobe Speedway, we have DJ Johnson with some thoughts on the Dave Kitty Memorial. Lenny Baticki has a nice interview with Carly Miller, the junior sprint winner at Blanket Hill Speedway. Season's winding down here, and we're going to keep you up to date till the very end. We hope you enjoy today's show. Now sit back, relax, get something to drink, and enjoy the program. This is the Banker Bob Thought for this evening. Despite the high cost of living, have you noticed how living still remains very popular? I'd like to take a minute and thank all the photographers that provide the beautiful pictures that we use on the Rappin' on Racing Facebook page. At Lernerville, it's Jason Brown. At Pittsburgh, it's Steve Skarupa. Jennerstown is Benji Husick. Latrobe, Howie Bayless. Now, Howie and Scott Goodman travel around a lot, and we get pictures from them for specific racing events. And we thank all these people for their wonderful work. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. All right, fans, joining us now, the busiest guy in motorsports, Tyler Harris. Tyler, good afternoon. How are you? Oh, I don't know if I'm the busiest, but uh, it's it's a busy week. It's Pittsburgher week, Don. Everybody's busy at the racetrack, so we're... We're excited and we're ready to go. We're ready to put on a great show for the fans, and uh, uh, it's it's an exciting time of year. Let's talk about the Zoom thing you had last week. You had some pretty uh, important racing people there, but I was uh, I was impressed with Stephen Banko from KDK and Nathan Bressinger from the Trib Live because they're really not diehard racers, but they uh, made a nice contribution to the uh, program. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's it's the it's the brave few, you know. The, obviously, as a lot of people know, dirt track racing doesn't really get the same limelight limelight shared by other sports teams in Pittsburgh, like uh, the Steelers, the Penguins, the Pirates, the Riverhounds, and uh, and even NASCAR for that matter. However, when Dale Earnhardt Jr. rolls into town for Lernerville, suddenly there's a lot of positive publicity incorporated with that. But this is a big event, and um, it, it holds a very tremendous amount of economic impact for our local Pittsburgh region. And uh, it deserves to be in that same spotlight, in my opinion, and in the, in the opinion of many others, uh, as those professional sports teams. So we really want to try to make an effort going forward to make that transition into the Pittsburgher being known as the Super Bowl of dirt late model racing in western Pennsylvania, just because it's been around for over 30, well, 35 years this year to be exact. And um, it's time that it gets that proper recognition. So uh, this Pittsburgher media advisory that we did on this past Thursday was an effort to kind of promote that and to make this uh, a yearly tradition moving forward. So Stephen Banco with KDKA, he's done work with the racetrack uh, this year in, in, in previous projects uh, with Sadie Snatchko, to be uh, exact, in the Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Guns Division. And uh, he's really grown to love the sport. He really admires what we do out there, and, and we appreciate it very much, uh, his his uh, participation in that event, but also, as you mentioned, Nathan Bressinger, uh, that was a gentleman who truly uh, we didn't even expect to be on that call, and he just joined in, and um, we're very, very excited to be working with the Trib uh, this upcoming week here. I'm sure you'll see it on uh, social media or in print as well uh, for the Pittsburgher. So uh, Nathan's a very brave man, uh, in my opinion, to to take on that task. And, and the hope and the goal is to uh, hopefully draw the eyes of other uh, media members uh, in the future to come to take a look at that and take it seriously. So, um, you know, we're excited and, and we can't thank Steve and, and Nathan enough for their contributions. I thought the back and forth between Logan Zarin and uh, Hudson O'Neill was kind of nice. Hudson was a little bit late getting in there, but boy, once he got there, he hit the ground running. Yeah, yeah, all smiles was uh, very uh, praising and very, very happy to be a part of it. You know, you could tell that you could tell he wasn't just there just because he felt like he had to be there. He was there because he genuinely wanted to be. Uh, Hudson O'Neill, um, also two other drivers were scheduled to, uh, were asked to be a part of it. Ricky Thornton Jr. was another one. Unfortunately, he got his hands tied up with some stuff that needed his uh, immediate attention. And I, I guess it paid off because whenever you win the Jackson 100, uh, things are going right. So yeah. uh, kudos to Ricky Thornton Jr. We look forward to having him here at Pittsburgh. Uh, and then also um, Devin Moran also wanted to have some sort of participation in the event. However, he was unable to make it due to testing his late model. So, um, you know, he said he was going to try to do something for us here this week to help promote the race. But uh, top three drivers, you know, three top, very top drivers in the nation in terms of super late model racing, and they chose to want to be a part of it in some capacity, uh, whether they made it or not. So uh, it's very complimentary to us, at least. It's also nice that... Uh that Thornton and O'Neill are both previous Pittsburgh Pittsburgher winners. Yeah, yeah, Thornton winning it in 2020 and Hudson O'Neill winning it in 2021. And the other cool thing, as you made mention and, and brought to light, was uh, Hudson O'Neill had a driver fill in for him, and who was the guy that gave him that opportunity, and who was the driver who filled that seat? <laughs> it was Ricky Thornton Jr., and uh, you brought that to light. So I thought that was a, a, a touching moment as well. Well, it actually got Thornton's career in the Super Late Models off to a big start. 
Yeah, and look what it's led to. The most dominant season in Lucas Oil late model dirt series history. And uh, I, I can't really think of anybody more favored to win the Pittsburgher coming up than RTJ. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to the voice of Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Tyler Harris. Okay, Tyler, pick it up. Yep, so the Pittsburgher, obviously a tremendous weekend, historically through and through it has been, and we're excited with the new life that's been injected into this event, uh, courtesy of Lucas and Big River Steel, uh, bringing forth some extra money for the purse. 30000 to win is nothing to shake your head at, so uh, we're excited for the opportunity to host the Chase for the Championship Final Four race to determine the Final Four drivers to go into the Dirt Track World Championship at Eldora. So it's a tremendous opportunity for Pittsburgh, for not just not just our racetrack, but the city of Pittsburgh, to be honest with you. Uh, it's a big deal. We look forward to the challenge, and we look forward to hosting it. And for uh, a guy that just bought the racetrack back on June 30th to be hosting such an opportunity, um, he's just been nonstop working to, to really make this thing a special event. Uh, he knows the importance of it because of those who have told him the importance of it. And uh, he, he just knows what goes into it and what needs to be done. And, and he's been putting forth every effort to make it uh, a big event again. So it's, it's going to be exciting, and, and we truly look forward to it here. Uh, Friday, September 29th for night one, and then uh, Saturday, September 30th for the big one. You know, you mentioned Blair. Boy, he's on a fast track. He's he's quite a learner because coming in there uh, cold as far as a, a background in racing, I mean, when he sees a problem, he attacks it. His team, I mean, just I, there's too many things to mention what they have accomplished. The one thing that I liked the best was the, the two-lane pit road because i had a situation there a couple of years ago where i was following a water truck up and the guy driving it didn't know what he was doing and i thought he was going to crush the pace car and i ended up in a ditch and i had to get one of the tow truck guys to get me out of the ditch if it would have been two lanes i could have went around them (laughs) yeah no that's one of the first things he did was uh open up that pit road so i'm sure a lot of the lucas teams will definitely appreciate that as they make their way up there friday night or saturday morning whichever it is coming uh, back from raceway seven so um that's one of the things he did and then just the improvements around the racetrack getting some bleacher boards replaced here and there painting the outside walls and just sprucing up the place um it's, it's been nonstop up there since the day he took over and especially now that we're just days away from the Pittsburgher, it's, it's amplified even higher. You mentioned the economic impact. And what I like to point out to people that maybe aren't diehard race fans, everybody coming there, they're going to need to buy gas. They're going to need to buy food. If they don't have a camper, they're going to need to find a hotel. It's just you're talking lots and lots of money coming into that area that wouldn't be there without the racetrack. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it. it. It involves everything. It goes even down to, you know, the team's buying tires and the team's buying the fuels for their race car. Um, and, and the restaurants in the uh, Robinson area, Imperial, obviously, as well, Imperial Noblestown, uh, Burkittstown area, they'll, they'll see an uptick in, in sales as well, whether it's the gas stations, as you just mentioned, or uh, the local establishments, the local watering holes or eating establishments. Uh, heck, the mall might even see a little bit, a bit of uh, uh, increase in attendance as well. So uh, plenty of uh, things to do around the racetrack. I mean, within distance of the racetrack, 10 minutes of the, dis- of the racetrack. So, uh, and then not to mention, too, if you're really from outside the Pittsburgh area and you've never been to the point before, I've never been to downtown Pittsburgh, it's only 20 minutes away. 
Uh, and you can just take an Uber and go down there from your from your hotel room or even from your camper up at the racetrack. So um, there's plenty of opportunity to really make a tremendous weekend out of it, and uh, that's really what we're trying to encapsulate with the Pittsburgh moving Pittsburgher rather moving forward. I told this story before, but it's so funny. I need to tell it again. We were having lunch at King's, and the table next to us was Timmy Hitt, and his wife was pregnant. And uh, I guess really pregnant. And she called him, and I guess she wanted him to come home. And he said, but honey, I'm on the pole. <laughs> I, I believe he won the race. So a lot of funny stories from the uh, outside the track at the restaurants. Yeah, absolutely. And then look at the hotels back in the day, too. Back when the Pittsburgher first got started, they used to run out the entire Quality Inn right down the road there on 2230, and all the drivers and fans would stay there. They had cookouts, and and that's kind of what we want to try to bring back, maybe not necessarily at a, at a hotel designated there, but at our facility. We have plenty of opportunity and plenty of land to do it, so let's facilitate it. So, you know, obviously this is the first one under new ownership, so it's going to be a lot of par for the course going forward with this event, you know, what what were, what have we done in years past, and let's go ahead and just uh, carry that through and make the easy improvements this year. And then while we have time this year to take take it all in and see what we can do better and improve upon for years that coming and what we do right already, that's what it's going to take to kind of come up with a, a good plan moving forward for 2024 and beyond, and, and possibly even big events that would happen not necessarily just the Pittsburgh. Maybe we might get a couple of new events in there that uh, are, are of that level, but, um, you know, it's, it's only in good time and, and with good support as well. Fans, hold that thought. Tyler and I are going to take a commercial break, and we'll be back with more wrapping on racing after these messages. It will be a September to remember at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, where high speeds and thrills meet. Saturday, September the 2nd, the Fast on Dirt 410 Wing Sprint Cars return for their final visit of the season for a 3000 to win showcase. On September 9th, all military, veterans, and first responders receive free grandstand admission for the third annual Josh Langer Hobby Sock Invitational featuring a pre-race kid-focused festival. The second annual Sport Compact Shootout, the Rush Late Model Topless 20, and Thunder on the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds invade Dirt's Monster Half Mile on Saturday, September the 16th. The regular season draws to a close for Championship Night on Saturday, September the 23rd, featuring the crescendo for the Rush Sportsman Modifieds. Night one of the Bill Hendrick Memorial for the Rush Late Models. The Bob Walters Memorial for the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks headline the Friday before the Pittsburgher on Friday, September 29th. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series 35th Annual Pittsburgher presented by Big River Steel and night two of the Bill Hendrick Memorial finish off the season on Saturday, September 30th. Tickets are on sale now. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, ppms.com. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. 
When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. All right, fans, we're back. Tyler Harris and myself wrapping on racing. We're going to continue with all his information from Pittsburgh. Yep. So not just the, uh, not just obviously the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher presented by Big River Steel. But of course, we'd be remiss if we weren't talking about the Rush Late Model Touring Series for the two nights of the Bill Hendren Memorial, uh, a staple of the Pittsburgher weekend. Friday night, it all kicks off on Friday, September the 29th, uh, with night one of the Bill Hendren Memorial presented by Kaiser Manufacturing, $4,000 to win uh, for the Flint's Tire Touring Series event. Our Rorick Automotive Chevrolet Performance Rush Dirt Late Model competitors will be competing against some of the top drivers in our region and in the nation for that matter, so we look forward to that one. Um, we'll talk about the points champions here in a couple of seconds, but Cole Petrell, Brandon Burgoon, and uh, Tommy Schoenhofer, Kyle Lucon, Cassidy Kammerker, Drivers like that will be looking to see where they line up and where they stack up against those top talents. But also this year, it'll be the second annual Bob Walters Memorial on Friday, September the 29th for the Penn, Ohio Pro Stocks. So uh, really exciting. Last year, Bob's family was absolutely incredible. Uh, They were just an absolute blast. They enjoyed themselves through and through, and we look forward to hosting them again this year for this event. Um, But the uh, Penn, Ohio Pro Stocks always put on a great card with 2,042 to win for this event. We expect a nice, healthy field of cards for that, and it'll be a great addition for a co-headline Friday night there. And then also our hobby stocks. The four cylinders and the uh, young guns will be joining the card on Friday night. So uh, two reasons to be at Pittsburgh on Friday and Saturday. Bob Walters was a class act. We unfortunately, we lost him way too soon. Had, had some success as a driver, but more so as an engine builder. He built a lot of good engines. Yep, yep, and uh, Chris Schneider is the first one to praise him, and he's one of the event organizers alongside Vince Ladoon to try to get some money raised for this event. Uh, you know, and you talk about good engine builders, you know, Bill Hendren was the same way, a tremendous engine builder as well, so in his own right. So, uh, you know, we look forward to having them both uh, co-headlining on Friday. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun, Don. Mother Nature stole the show on Saturday, but uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about the champions. There's uh, quite a nice uh, collection of uh, big-time winners. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a shame we we knew going into Saturday just uh, it just seemed like through the day it just kept getting worse and worse. The forecast just was not shaping up to be favorable, and then finally at 3 p.m. we looked again, and it just got even worse. And at that point, the rain was already affecting the racetrack and and the pits and the whole facility as a whole, and 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 it just wasn't going to be feasible. So we really wanted to get the race in because we don't want to see the points championships end on a rain out like that. We want to give all the drivers the opportunity to you know get one last fight in there to to try to carry out their championships. But unfortunately, it just wasn't meant to be this year. But fortunately for five people, I presume, that they're, they're probably not too upset about the rain out. Uh, and the first one I'll talk about is Cole Patrell, uh, driver out of Fallensby, West Virginia, in car number 184 in the Rourke Automotive Chevrolet Performance Rush Dirt Late Models. Cole uh, was not able to find victory lane all season long, but consistency is truly what paid off, and the driver was able to uh, hold off and even best Brandon Burgoon in the Ken Chernick Bob Bent's own 5X car uh, all season long. Uh, you know, Brandon was strong with five feature wins, unfortunately, though. Uh, races where you just, um, 
you know, you don't finish or you finish too low, you can have all the wins you want. But if you're not finishing toward the top and consistent and staying consistent through the year, uh, that's definitely going to have an effect when it comes to points racing. So Brandon had a solid season through and through. Uh, really impressive bout there from from the uh, Benz Chernick camp. Uh, unfortunately, it just wasn't meant to be for them. So congratulations to Cole Petrell, uh on winning the points championship in the Rourke Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models. How about... Uh... Jerry Rents Sportsman Modifieds, Cole Holden, he's from Tyona, PA. Do you know where Tyona, PA is? Yeah, Tyona's up, up north, up by like Oil City area, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a little bit of a ride. And I'm looking at these champions. Tyona, West Virginia, Pleasant Hills, Baldwin, uh, Steubenville, Ohio, and Oakdale. It's quite a, a variety of hometowns for these drivers. Uh, in the hobby stock, Sheltman, Near and far. Sheltman, no stranger to championships and victory lane. Some of your thoughts on Steven. Yeah, you talk about dominance. Um, I really don't think it gets much more dominating than that. Uh, eight feature wins on the year, uh, and his uh, average points finish is really what's astounding to me, Don. 1.69 was his average finish on the season. So in 13-point races made, he won eight of them, and his average finish was 1.69. So that's pretty much consistency in a nutshell there, too, even when he wasn't winning. I think one week he would have had nine wins if it wasn't for being disqualified for an illegal left-front tire. Uh, and then also another week I can remember where he unfortunately made heavy contact with a car who was spun in turn two, and uh, that put an end to his night. So... Um, you know, himself and, and Logan Catellus battled through and through. Logan with five wins in his own right, uh, and the battle came to the very end. I remember on Saturday, September the 16th, it was Sheltman who passed Logan Catellus on the very last lap of the feature to take the way the win away from him, and that was pretty much a, a, a beautiful summary of what their points battle was all season. So, uh, Stephen Sheltman now a five-time track champion at, at the uh, Pittsburgh Pennsylvania Motor Speedway in the Hobby Stock Division. He also has a track championship at Jennerstown and one track championship at Motordrome. So, uh, you know, Sheltman, too, his, his secret's out. He's got a pro stock, and it looks like he's going to go pro stock racing here next year. So, um, you know, I think it's going to be a nice closing of the book on the, on the hobby stock chapter, and we'll see what the future holds for Mr. Sheltman. AJ Poljack, back to back champions. And sometimes I'm confused whether he's a better driver or better engine builder because he's winning with both. A lot of teams down there have his engines. He's real quiet and laid back, but boy, does he get the job done either in the seat or in the shop. Yeah, yeah, and Stephen Sheldon's one of the drivers right there. He, he drives a Chevrolet by Poljack engine there, so uh, no surprise. But, yeah, Poljack, obviously a tremendous driver. He's been racing there for a long time, Don, and finally to get one-point championship was tremendous. And now to go back-to-back, -to -back, uh, truly a, a testament to just how dedicated and how talented A.J. really is. So happy to see him win it again. You know, I'm happy to see anybody win a championship. Obviously, all of them are deserving and, and, and forthright of it. Uh, but the points battle for second was a great one, too, also season long between Dale Tui and Nick Kachuba with Dale Tui, uh, Cheswick, Pennsylvania native, co pulling off the uh, runner-up spot there by just one point over Nick Kachuba out of Burgettstown. So, and I do want to give credit where it's due to Emmy Laboon. Her first full season in a pro stock, a champion in the Young Guns division just last year, uh, also raced a hobby stock for a very, very brief amount of time. I think maybe two weeks in, the, in a hobby stock, and she took to it very well. This transition from a front-wheel drive car to a real-wheel drive car, that uh, that young gun four-cylinder car was maybe 
no more than 2,000, 2,100 pounds, and that hobby stock is about 3,200 pounds. So uh, quite a difference there. And then she jumps into the Penn Ohio Pro Stock, and every week you could just see the improvement from Emmy. And uh, 15-year-old female superstar has is, is really made a name for herself, uh, claim, laying claim to the fourth place in the uh, in the points division there for the Pro Stock. So happy to see Emmy do a great job, and, and Cody Cattell is rounding out the top five with three feature wins on the season too. Uh, not racing with uh, PPMS full time this year, as he also has a rush late model that he kind of bounced in between too. So uh, overall, solid performances from all. All of our pro stock drivers this season. We're talking to Tyler Harris, the voice of Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. How about a little rundown on Susie Rudolph? Susie Rudolph, that's a story and a testament of consistency again. Uh, no feature wins on the season. However, she was just able to stay consistent, and she really built up and developed a huge point lead uh, at the midway point of the season. And um, and really then what, what really started to happen was Kyle Janis and Tyler Hollister really started to close in on things. Um, Kyle Janis with seven feature wins on the season, finishing third in the point standings, unfortunately only able to make 11 points races, and uh, that's what really kind of did it. In so he even blew a, a, an engine in, in between that and got it fixed up and got a new one in there and uh, so you know Kyle obviously would have liked to have seen a better result there for himself but nonetheless Susie was just had built up enough of a points lead and and showed up every week and did all the right stuff and uh, she was able to take home a, a, a four cylinder championship there so she's won track championships and other divisions of racing before I think maybe some in go karts and some in quarter midgets and stuff like that so uh, she's a very decorated driver the youngster out of Steubenville Ohio and now she's a four a four cylinder champion so congratulations to Susie Q on that I know her father's very proud of her and deservingly so and uh, I think the future is very bright for Tyler Hollister uh, as well as he continues to climb the ranks in the four-cylinder division. Gavin Kokolis uh, right out of Oakdale picking up the the championship in the Young Guns. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's a cool thing there, Don. Um, and I actually learned that his last name is pronounced Kokolis and I've been pronouncing it wrong for three years now. So uh, they never corrected me, and I asked him why, and his father said, well, it, it sounded good enough, it, you know, and, and I don't know. Obviously, the, the perfectionist in me wants to be right. So Gavin Kokoulis out of Oakdale, PA, with five feature wins on the season, um, did a phenomenal job. This, this young kid, back when he first started racing in 2021, wasn't even able to keep up with pace laps. Uh, in the young guns. I mean, and, and by not keep up with pace laps, I mean, he was probably half a track behind the rest of the field on pace laps. Uh, and just to show you how far he's truly come, he earned his first career feature win just this season on opening night, and he just stayed consistent all year long, average finish of 2.36, which is great, and taking home five feature wins on the year. So uh, had one driver fill in for him, uh, in the season, and that was Jacob Chips, and he ended up winning in that car as well. So it's a good car, it's a great driver, and uh, he definitely earned the right to be the points champion this season. And Sadie Snatchko with five feature wins of her own. She only made 12 points races, so that's ultimately what did her in there as well. Um, and then uh, the rest of the competitors, the, the Young Guns, it's such a fun division to watch, Don, just to see these drivers just improve, not only through the year, but through their career as well. And and you start to start to talk to these drivers about what's next, and some of them have ideas, you know, like Gavin Kokolis thinking about maybe does he want to go four-cylinder racing, or does he want to jump up into all hobby stock? 
Sadie Snatchko has already made it known that she wants to go hobby stock racing. So uh, it's cool to see what the next stage is for some of these drivers, and, and it's starting to come to fruition now here at the end of the season. Big, big weekend coming up Friday and Saturday. we got to thank sunshine and a lot of cars. That's what we're hoping for. Let's go ahead and get all the rain out of the system now. We lost last year's Pittsburgher to a hurricane. We lost this past Saturday to a tropical storm. And uh, good. Let's let's go ahead and forget about the rain. The, the forecast as of now looks promising. Uh, so let's keep our fingers crossed, uh, say our prayers, eat our vitamins, and hope for a good Pittsburgher weekend here because we're going to need all the help that we can get. Tyler Harris, I thank you as usual. An excellent report. And I'll be uh, saying a prayer to Mother Nature for that good weather. <laughs> we appreciate that much. Thank you very much, Don, and we'll hope to see everybody at the Pittsburgher. Remember, folks, on social media, hashtag PackThePittsburgher for information regarding the event, ppms.com, and be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms, especially Facebook. That's where primarily a lot of our information is going to be coming out this week. Thank you. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Business owners, if your ad was here, our listeners could find out about your company. Speedway Productions has several advertising packages to fit your budget. Rappin' on Racing airs live at iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, RappinOnRacing.com, or Hulu Television. You can also listen on your computer, iPhone, or iPad. Don and his co-hosts present the good, the bad, and the ugly of local racing. The two-hour show features local track reports, special guests, driver interviews, and all of the national racing news. Check out the show and let us know if you are interested in becoming a marketing partner. For additional information, call 412-999-6625 or email rappinonracing at gmail.com. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. Joining us on Rapid on Racing is Levi Yetter. Levi, we had a chance to talk last year, and I think maybe you said at the beginning of this year, and your aspirations were to win a point championship, and you chose to, to focus at 
Marion Center. But that being said, we'll get back to that. Had some good runs at Lernerville. There was one night I thought you had it. Uh, and I think, I don't know if Alex passed you. I can't remember who actually passed you, but so close. And I know that win's going to come. But talking about wins, you've had so many in the carding division. And you could probably fill a small trailer up with the trophies that you had. But you know, since you've under this undertaking with the late model, uh, the first couple of years, it's been a learning curve for you. You switch chassis, you're gaining experience now, you know, to run against some of the best at Lernerville and then to, to go to Marion Center. But speaking of Marion Center, that's where your first late model win came. And I, I've been following on Facebook, and it's like the proverbial Levi was knocking on the door, knocking on the door, second, second. And, you know, we always say in, in racing, no one remembers who finished second. But finally, you knocked down that first one and had to feel so good, Levi. Yeah, it felt really good, especially at a track like Marion Center, how we, um, we've raced there pretty much since I started racing late miles, and um, Kenny kind of started there too, and he raced there a lot throughout the years. So it kind of meant a lot to me to happen at Marion Center because it almost feels like it's a track at like, home, you know, because th- you race there pretty much every Saturday night. So you get all the fans and stuff down in victory lane, so it meant a lot to me. When you race for a points champion, listeners, it's different because you're committed to there every week. The years that we ran, myself, Russ Dunn, ran our modified, you're committed to that thing. So anything that you want to do for a birthday party or a holiday, you know, you kind of, you can't really do that. So now that you got one under your belt, uh, and speaking of that, he has that first win and we kind of let it slip. It's not official yet. Basically, Levi has to start the next race in Marion Center and he'll be crowned the super late model champion. So, so for myself and Don back in North Carolina, congratulations on something that you and your dad and your team have worked so hard for. Yeah, thank you. I mean, that means a lot. I mean, it still doesn't feel real to me that we kind of won the championship either, you know, because, like, you know, it's a tough feature to to achieve and uh, I just really appreciate that I got the opportunity to be able to feel that well I, the thing that I've noticed Levi and you've matured in age you're 17 now and you're seeing some of these tracks for now for maybe the second or third time so you know yourself and your dad the notebook's a little bit more full and with these late models nowadays they change I don't want to even say it's almost like daily if you're not up on it and you're just a slight bit off you can have like you said you can run so well being victory lane one week and the following week you're running 15th and you can see that's evident on the Outlaw and the Lucas Oil Tour because these guys they got the best of the best and they have nights that are off but again it had to feel good I mean you dominated the carting division and anytime I talk to a youngster that's coming up into a different division one thing I always ask them is if you had the success that you did and now I don't want to say it's failure but the growing spurt and you had that for two years this year the maturity was there and the wind came and the strong finishes yeah I mean throughout the the last two years it's been it's been up and down like we had we showed like our highs and we also had like a lot of lows but this year we pretty much got a, a good program and uh we've been connected with our chassis manufacturer barry and uh lance down in south carolina so i think us working together and stuff getting tuned up 
for this year really helped us in like making like the big races like the firecracker and some of the more important stuff well, that's another thing with a chassis that's not literally in our backyard. If something happens, you know, like Rocket's maybe two hours away in West Virginia. I know uh, Longhorn's down in North Carolina. So if, if, if something happens and you bend it and you don't have a spare, it's not like you can just, you know, strip it down, put on the trailer, and we're, we're heading out. Right. Yeah, I mean, but they've been they've been great. They've been absolutely phenomenal with, like, getting parts shipped out. Like, they get them out shipped, and we get them, like, pretty much the next day. Like, I, I feel like... Not a lot of people have them, but I feel like a lot of people should just because, like, the work ethic they have and how, uh, I guess, how transparent they are, like, on the phone. Like, they'll give you what you need, and they'll give you what what, what you need to succeed. I think in any driver's, uh, I don't want to say driving a race car, you have to have a comfort level. And I, I go back to, you know, your your uncle kenny you know for years and years he drove a rocket and then he got into a longhorn and when i talked to him he says david you know it's just it fits my style a little bit better so you know if the right chassis is fitting your style and it's the only one there but again that's something that you're growing on and I'm, they probably see here as a youngster he's aggressive they're probably excited to give you feedback yeah i mean because they see me as a like up and coming uh, thing in the in our area, so they're trying to get us going. Maybe hopefully sell more cars in this area. You know, listeners, if you're joining us, we're we're talking to Levi Yetter, and we're going to take a pause for a commercial message. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. It will be a September to remember at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, where high speeds and thrills meet. Saturday, September the 2nd, the Fast on Dirt 410 Wing Sprint Cars return for their final visit of the season for a 3000 to win showcase. On September 9th, all military, veterans, and first responders receive free grandstand admission for the third annual Josh Langer Hobby Sock Invitational featuring a pre-race kid-focused festival. The second annual Sport Compact Shootout, the Rush Late Model Topless 20, and Thunder on the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds invade Dirt's Monster Half Mile on Saturday, September the 16th. The regular season draws to a close for championship night on Saturday, September the 23rd, featuring the crescendo for the Rush Sportsman Modifieds. Night one of the Bill Hendren Memorial for the Rush Late Models. The Bob Walters Memorial for the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks headline the Friday before the Pittsburgher on Friday, September 29th. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series 35th Annual Pittsburgher presented by Big River Steel and night two of the Bill Hendren Memorial finish off the season on Saturday, September 30th. Tickets are on sale now. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, ppms.com. 
And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. We're back from our commercial break, and with us is Levi Yetter. And this young man has burst onto the scene this year. He, he picked up his first late model win. In, a, in just a few weeks of a formality of perhaps a start, he'll pick up his first championship at Marion Center. And we've just been, you know, going over some of the, you know, the things that have happened to Levi this year. And Levi, I, I watched your undertaking when you were in the carts and you know, your dad and your mom. I won't even say they're a sponsor. I mean, they are your truly people that you can lean on, go to, and, and they do the best at providing you anything within realistic that you have and uh you know i have known you know sean and, and tammy for so long and i know that first win i don't know who was probably more excited uh, i we will have to tell the listeners it probably wasn't you you were probably screaming but i'm sure mom and dad were like yeah, euphoria. i think mom was pretty pumped about that one you know it, it's probably a different feeling we you know when her brother wins it's one thing when her son wins completely different you know feeling you know speaking of good feelings uh last week there was supposed to be the memorial race for your dad at learnerville speedway but weather played a factor and it got canceled so this is an opportunity again to you know thank your sponsors thank mom and dad and also tell us about this upcoming race yeah, I just want to uh, thank uh, some of my most important sponsors, uh, Shiloh Ranch, Sportsman Supply, CRS Contracting, Penske Shocks, and Barry Wright Race Cars. And, um, yeah, about our uh, my grandfather's memorial race is being moved to the Steel City Stampede weekend. Um, so we're, my family's worked a lot of uh, hard work to get all the lap money for that uh, weekend, and we're excited to see everyone out there. Is it still going to be a topless event? Yes, it will be. What's the significance of the topless? I don't know. It's just something that not a lot of, not a lot of people do around here, and I just feel like it's just something different to make the race kind of like more out, outstanding. And I have to dress a little bit warmer for that October weather. There, it's a little, not like it is in mid uh, September. No, it's not. Well, Levi, it's been great talking to you. It's it's nice that I can call you a, a late model winner, and then in a few weeks we're going to be able to call you a late model champion, and, and that's something that you know uh, I, I congratulate you on. It's something I know you've achieved, and you know with that we're not even going to talk about next year, but we'll just say you know hey we're at uh, the midpoint of September. What are Levi's plans the rest of the year? So the rest of the year, we're probably just going to go. Um, Marion Center's got a couple big races left. I think there's about three, two big races and a normal night. So we'll be there on those weekends. Then other than that, I think there, then the Stampede. And then hopefully next year, we're looking to go down to East Bay for the winter. So... I had a chance to go to East Bay. I was down there on vacation, and it was for the Modifieds. They happened to be there. And it's if you're going to do it, this is probably the last, because I think this year is the last year East Bay is going to be there. And it's a neat little track. It's probably something that's similar in size to Marion Center, so you might have a little bit of familiarity to that. Well, Levi, from myself, and as always, Don, back in North Carolina, we congratulate you on that first win and that impending championship and wish you best of luck the rest of the year thank you i appreciate it business owners if your ad was here our listeners could find out about your company 
Speedway Productions has several advertising packages to fit your budget. Rappin' on Racing airs live at iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, RappinOnRacing.com, or Hulu Television. You can also listen on your computer, iPhone, or iPad. Don and his co-hosts present the good, the bad, and the ugly of local racing. The two-hour show features local track reports, special guests, driver interviews, and all of the national racing news. Check out the show and let us know if you are interested in becoming a marketing partner. For additional information, call 412-999-6625 or email rappinonracing at gmail.com. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. All right, listeners, joining us now is Jim Zarin from Zarin Truck and Automotive. Jim, good evening. How are you? Hi, Don. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. I've got a lot of good questions I want to ask you. I guess the first one is, you know, uh, Logan picked up his first super late model win last year, and it kind of was the beginning of his progress has developing into a pretty good super late model driver. However, to get him to these different races is kind of expensive. When you take a trip to any track, let's talk, not not counting the pit fees and tires and all that stuff, what about the fuel costs to get to a, a, pretty, a track that's pretty far away? Um, fuel's pretty ridiculous now. Price-wise, uh, example, we go to... Port Royal and back, and probably around seven hundred dollars in fuel. That's uh, just that's crazy. For the truck. What yeah. What was the fuel before the government got involved? The Bidens. It was two what two something for diesel. Yeah, what is it now? Uh, five dollars. Unbelievable. It's five something for fuel. So, and obviously, all the teams that have a rig like yours are dealing with the same situation. So, uh, if there's not a bunch of sponsors, that's a tough road to hoe. Now, 
traveling around, and I've talked to Logan about it, it's almost like going to racing school. Because when he's out there with some of these big guns, some of these hot dogs, he probably learns a lot just by watching what they're doing. Uh, would you agree with that? He does learn a lot. And it's it's good to learn from the from the best out there. It's, uh, you know, yeah, you get experience on a local level, but, you know, when you're racing with these guys, I mean, you really got to up your game, and you do learn a lot from them. There's no doubt about it. I know when I talked to you last week, you folks are definitely going to run the Pittsburgher, and he's had success there. Uh, some of your thoughts on that, because it's a track he's familiar with, but there's going to be a lot of guys there that are hot, hot shoes. Uh, it's it, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of luck. I mean, you got to qualify good, and you got to run good in your heat race. And if you don't run good in your heat race, you got to put yourself in a position for the B main, and you know, hopefully, luck's on your side. Yeah, yeah. That uh, any time, and any any of the drivers will tell you that when when you got to start back there, you're you know that's a definite disadvantage. Um, when uh, Logan first started racing down there, uh, his thoughts, he liked it, he didn't like it, too big, too small, whatever. What, what did he think about Pittsburgh? Um, he liked Pittsburgh. That's where he cut his teeth. I mean, I cut my teeth there, too. I mean, he really he really surprised me. Uh, the first time out, I figured he'd take it easy, and he didn't. He wasn't afraid of it at all. We should also mention that you were very successful down there, and I guess you... Uh, took a pause from racing to uh, raise the family, build the business. How long were you out of the seat? Um, I think I was totally done with my stuff in maybe 05. Yeah. Um, uh, the wife pretty much told me, I mean, it was getting, it was getting expensive back then and I had to update everything. Uh, and then the kids, you know, I had, had Logan and, you know, I come home one night and I'm like, why won't he come to me? And she goes, well, if you really want to know why, I'm going to tell you, because you're never home. Yeah. So when somebody tells you that, yeah. uh, you know, if you're any kind of dad, you you know, it really uh, touches home, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's when I decided that it was, it was time for me to get out. Yeah, I've often said you can't put time in a bottle, and that's really, really important. Now, since right. 2003, uh, you've had a trucking uh, business there, and uh, it it just seems like it just keeps getting tougher and tougher to survive in today's economy with all these bureaucrats setting the rules. It's terrible. Right now, they've got the, the rates so cut. Um you know, last year I had uh, seven, eight drivers. You know, I lost five by the end of the year because the work's declining. The rates are declining. Most of my guys that run for me, they run off a percentage. And, you know, they ain't, they ain't making any The truck ain't making any money. They're not making any money. Right, right. And the, the rates, what they got now, is just, it's ridiculous. It's terrible. Well, I think you were telling me to take one of your trucks from your place to... Connecticut or somewhere up there that the rate is eight hundred dollars. Oh yeah, it's even lower than that now. Well, you know, there was uh, loads going to Connecticut for six hundred dollars. How can that and, wouldn't know, cover the fuel? Oh no, no. And anybody that you know lives in Pennsylvania and you're going across the turnpike, you know, you're going to spend two eighty, three hundred dollars just across the pike. 
And for these people to, to do this, it is freaking ridiculous. You know, we're, we're just, we're starving today because of this. We're talking to Jim Zarin. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, I want to elaborate on this a little bit. It will be a September to remember at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, where high speeds and thrills meet. Saturday, September the 2nd, the Fast on Dirt 410 Wing Sprint Cars return for their final visit of the season for a 3000 to win showcase. On September 9th, all military, veterans, and first responders receive free grandstand admission for the third annual Josh Langer Hobby Sock Invitational featuring a pre-race kid-focused festival. The second annual Sport Compact Shootout, the Rush Late Model Topless 20, and Thunder on the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds invade Dirt's Monster Half Mile on Saturday, September the 16th. The regular season draws to a close for championship night on Saturday, September the 23rd, featuring the crescendo for the Rush Sportsman Modifieds. Night one of the Bill Hendren Memorial for the Rush Late Models. The Bob Walters Memorial for the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks headline the Friday before the Pittsburgher on Friday, September 29th. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series 35th Annual Pittsburgher presented by Big River Steel and night two of the Bill Hendren Memorial finish off the season on Saturday, September 30th. Tickets are on sale now. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, ppms.com. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. All right, fans, we're back. We're talking to Jim Zarin from Zarin Truck and Automotive. Now, who set that rate rate and and how can they get any trucks to do that well, you know uh, look i'm i'm not a I'm not saying i'm not a smart guy but you can see the writing on the wall i mean i i i can almost guarantee the government dictates this stuff you know and you got a lot of foreigners coming in here now that they're bringing in and they're they're giving them grants and tax free and these guys are, you know, coming in here and hauling our loads and, you know, they, they're hauling them for nothing because they ain't got no stake in the game per se. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just, it, it's ridiculous. So if, if a truck uh, leaves from Pittsburgh with one of these illegal aliens driving it, uh, whose truck is it? Oh, it's their truck. It's well, their truck. How did they you get know, a truck? Those trucks aren't cheap. Well, no, trucks aren't cheap, but they're getting grants from our government. I know that for a fact. They're well, getting grants from our, our government, and, you know, grants, they don't have to pay them back. Wow. That's wrong. That's definitely yeah. wrong. Well, yeah. 
Let's get back on the racing schedule here now. And one of the things I like to tell people about your place, Aaron Truck and Automotive, I think it was last year, the year before, uh, Mason Ziegler brought his rig in. He had some issues, and you guys took care of it, and he made it back down to Florida and back. Uh, have any of the other guys with big rigs been in to see you? Sure. I get. I mean, Mason was here beginning of the year, uh, right before he went to Florida. Uh, we did some stuff on his uh, – uh, we did some stuff for the, uh, for, you know, the Flinters, uh, we do stuff for Lucons, uh, Billy Kessler used to bring his stuff here until he sold it. Yeah. Um, uh, the one guy, Carl McKinney, yeah. he brought his stuff here until he got out of racing. When Geisler, I mean, a lot of them, I get a, I get a good bit of people bringing their rigs here. Based on the economy and the costs, I think we're going to, lose more drivers than I would like to see happen. I guarantee you are. And, you know, with the economy the way it is, and then, you know, I'm not going to lie, but these race cars are getting out of hand, too. You yeah. know, the, yeah. the cost and the price, and, you know, and that's just the economy, you know. Everything has gone through the roof. What kind of a schedule do you fellas have planned? Uh, for this year or the end? Well, the I guess the Pittsburgher would that be the end of the year for you guys, and then we could be looking. No, huh? I think we have uh, Pittsburgher, and then I think uh, Latrobe, and then uh, the Stampede deal, and I think uh, maybe Bedford after that. Uh, as far as going to Charlotte this year, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, just with you know, everything the way it is. And, and I got a feeling you're not alone in this. I, I believe that their field's going to be a lot smaller down there just for basic economics, which is a shame. Yeah. That's, you're going to see a, a whole lot more people start to scale back a little bit. What I think that I'm most impressed with was Logan, with Logan. The size and shape of some of the tracks he goes, they're all different, but he seems to adapt to them. And uh, generally, if uh, it's not a win, it's either a podium or a top five or top ten. That has to make you proud. It does. It does. Uh, you know, I didn't want him just racing at one racetrack, and we started going to other places. And, you know, learning, you know, but he's... Uh, He's really coming in his own here as far as those go. And I noticed that go-karts, I mean, he wouldn't take them to different places. He adapted really well. And, you know, and there's, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie, there's some places that some it, it takes a little, a little while longer for him to adapt, you know. But for the most part, he, he adapts pretty good. Every driver that I've never known, and myself included, there was always one track that would be like your nemesis. And for some reason, you just couldn't get your act together there. But uh, he, I know he doesn't do it anymore, but when he was in high school, he played hockey. Now, do you think the mindset of a hockey player plugs in pretty good to a driver that from time to time needs to put the hammer down? I'm sure it does. I mean, he's always been in the, you know, he was a good athlete, you know, hockey and whatever he did, you know what I mean? He'd always, you know, put 100% to it. And I think that applies with the racing, too. That's just his you know, competitive mentality, you know. And uh, for a young guy like him, I, I'm guessing that at the shop, he actually works on some of these big trucks. Yeah, he does some stuff at the shop. Um, you know, does a lot of running and stuff like that. And, you know, 
we get busy and you know doing stuff he'll you know chip in with the guys and stuff like that you know yeah uh, i want him to get a little more hands-on because you know i'd like him to take this over one of these days yeah well a, a, a nice uh slow progression is the best way to do this and as he adds new skills to his uh, resume, that's that's going to be perfect. Um, I think I want to wish him good luck for the Pittsburgher, and I know he's going to be on a, uh, a Zoom thing with uh, Ricky Thornton Jr., which is kind of impressive. So uh, that's something you can add to his resume. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I guess uh, Tyler Harris is doing that. Yeah, and uh, I just I just had heard about that, and it's. That's a pretty good deal. Nice. Well, Jim, is there anything else you'd like to add, or have we covered everything? Um, pretty much. I mean, you got any more questions there, Don? Well, we, we know uh, what your schedule's going to be. Uh, we know that he just gets better every time he climbs into the car. So I guess our next interview will be to talk about some of the success uh, for the last uh, part of the season. How's that sound? Yeah, that's good. Good. Well, Jim Zarin, I thank you uh, again. Want to wish you guys good luck at the Pittsburgher, and you have a nice evening. You too, Don. Thank you. I'd like to take a minute to talk to you about Steve Scarupa Photography. Steve specializes in wedding photography and shoots landscapes for fun. He has separate websites for both brides and weddings. He shoots some badass photos, sometimes people, sometimes racing, and sometimes nature. Steve's work is excellent. You can check him out at stevescarupaphotography.com or 412brides.com, which is his wedding website. Steve is your go-to guy for the best photographs in the tri-state area. You won't be disappointed. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC, JWCA are unaffiliated entities. It will be a September to remember at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, where high speeds and thrills meet. Saturday, September the 2nd, the Fast on Dirt 410 Wing Sprint Cars return for their final visit of the season for a 3,000 to win showcase. 
On September 9th, all military, veterans, and first responders receive free grandstand admission for the third annual Josh Langer Hobby Sock Invitational featuring a pre-race kid-focused festival. The second annual Sport Compact Shootout, the Rush Late Model Topless 20, and Thunder on the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds invade Dirt's Monster Half Mile on Saturday, September the 16th. The regular season draws to a close for championship night on Saturday, September the 23rd, featuring the crescendo for the Rush Sportsman Modifieds. Night one of the Bill Hendren Memorial for the Rush Late Models. The Bob Walters Memorial for the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks headline the Friday before the Pittsburgher on Friday, September 29th. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series 35th Annual Pittsburgher presented by Big River Steel and night two of the Bill Hendren Memorial finish off the season on Saturday, September 30th. Tickets are on sale now. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, ppms.com. All right, fans, joining us now is DJ Johnson, the publicist from Lake Trobe Speedway. DJ, how are you today? I'm great, Don. Thanks for having me. You know, one of the things you ask me, who was Dave Kitty and when did I meet him? I actually met him through friends like Dal Carnahan. The racing community is its like a big family. And uh, got to know Dave real well over the years. I guess he and Dal spent a lot of time at Lake Trobe uh, arguing about who was better, Danny White or Blackie Watts. So that was an ongoing friendship there. And then later on, uh, Dave uh, decided, well, I was... I was the director of career and technical education at Indiana University, and uh, my time was really limited, so I talked to Dave about uh, taking over RPM Magazine, which he did. Uh, That was in 96, but we both decided that the color copies of it on the newsstand were way too expensive, so Dave converted it into a newspaper, did it for 14 years, did an outstanding job. Touched a lot of lives, uh, told a lot of stories, and then he sold it to Area Auto Racing News. But that was a pretty special 14 years. So that's how I knew Dave Kitty. Well, and that's where I picked it up uh, with Dave in 1996. Um, uh, He and I talked about spring car racing and stuff like that, and he wanted another insight from someone who traveled a lot, which I was doing. Uh, every week and uh, so I started writing for Dave and um, through the the time with RPM it, it was a great time it was a family and, and a lot of those folks are uh, uh, we still talk to today well you got something pretty big coming up in October 6 and 7 let's talk about that yes and it's part of the um, third annual fall fest at Latrobe Speedway um, the highlight event is the Dave Kitty Memorial on Friday, October the 6th. This is going to be a ULMS uh, late model 30-lap feature, um, which will pay uh, 4000 to win and 500 to start. Now, what we had done there was that we were able to um, uh, start raising some funds uh, to boost up the, the pay uh, for the drivers. Well, uh, you know, Dave was never a big fan of Top Heavy or Dolly Parton purses, so I like the way the team has decided to handle that. And I guess uh, the 500 uh, added to to start is nice, and then uh, 500 to first place and 500 to start. Do you want to get down through some of the additional opportunities for drivers to pick up 100 here and 100 there? Sure. 
Um, as you mentioned, it was a $3,500 purse. We added 500 to the, the uh, uh, front, making it 4000 to win. And then it was uh, 400 to start, and we added a, an extra 100 to make it 500 to start. Uh, and we also have raised money for, we have $100 for uh, the uh, quick time. We have uh, $100 for each heat race winner. We uh, had a donation of a $300 um, amount for the hard charger award, and we have $100 uh, for the longest distance towed and $100 for the uh, hard luck award. I was impressed because I wanted to be part of it, and I sent you $100, but you were having a, a problem trying to find a place where you could put it. Where did I end up? Well, you'll be part of the purse. Um, as, as far as what we plan to do is, is giving the drivers the money as we go back. But we have um, something that, that Davey Lake came up with was that uh, we have remembrance laps, and people, if they wish to donate and they want to, um, uh, if their favorite number was or their favorite driver was number four and they want lap number four, we'll mention their name on lap number four. But what we decided to do, and this goes along with what you were saying about Dave not being a, uh, a big fan of top-heavy races, was that we're paying all the money back. So we'll pull the money together and we'll, we'll uh, raise each position uh, an equal amount uh, as we go back through the, uh, through the starting field. I suspect you'll have a nice field. Now, if you have more than 24 cars, I understand the team will do their best to contribute to the B main cars that don't make the race. Uh, how's that going to work? Yeah, well, the in the um, ULMS structure, um, B main cars um, and, and the, the tow money is $150. So we will, whatever money we have left after we uh, go through the field, we will go and try to raise those guys up as well. Everybody's going to get something at the Dave Kitty Memorial. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking talking to DJ Johnson from Lake Trobe Speedway. DJ, uh, I guess Dave uh, Lapp uh, has a pretty nice deal with the Vinyl Destination, <clears throat> his company Vinyl Destination, uh, and he's going to do memorial stickers. Uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, Davey Lape is, is, is quite, the, um, uh, quite the creator and the artist. He um, does a lot of race cars. Uh, he, he does a lot of wraps and decals for race cars in, in a lot of businesses um, in the uh, greater Latrobe area. And he decided to make a Top Cat decal, which uh, can be seen, uh, I believe, on your Wrapping on Racing page. Um, and then it's out there in several places. We're selling those uh, for five dollars each. Um, they're available now and will be available the night of the race. We hope to um, raise money from that, which will go back into the purse for the racers. And also, uh, we're hoping that we can stick them on all the race cars on the right side, so when people are taking pictures of the race cars, they'll get a picture of the Dave Kitty decal. You know, Dave was an amazing guy, and we had a lot of laughs over the years, uh, razzing each other back and forth about whatever. Maybe it's a driver, maybe it's something that happened in racing. I really miss him, and, you know, I just, what you guys are doing is really great. And I guess anyone that wants to donate can contact either Dave Lapp or yourself, and then uh, we will, uh, you're going to mention that on the flyer. A little bit about... Uh, this flyer and when it should be posted. 
Well, the flyer's posted now on the uh, Facebook page at Latrobe Speedway. Um, anybody can see it, and it's uh, it's just a rundown of everything that we're doing there. And, and it should be on our website as well, latrobemotorsports.com. You know, you and I go way back. I can't even remember when we first became friends, but it's got to be 30, maybe 40 years. This is an excellent idea, and I'm glad that it's expanding over what it was originally. Um, so you and Dave and anyone else that's involved in this uh, are doing a really nice tribute to a very special guy. Well, thank you, Don, and, and Danny Angelicchio. The Angelicchios are... Uh, Dave's relatives on his uh, mom's side, and Davy Lape is a relative of uh, on Davy's dad on Dave's dad's side. So we got a big family and a whole bunch of people that are going to come out to the race, and uh, uh, everybody's looking forward to it. it. It'll be a it'll be a tough event to get through because we all love Dave Kitty. Dave Kitty um, was everybody's best friend. It's amazing how busy he was talking on the phone all the time to so many people. He always had a smile on his face. Always. Yeah, he, uh, he really did. And he was, he was fun to be around. And like you said, uh, uh, he would always uh, be willing to go back and forth with you. Okay. Have we covered everything or is there anything you'd like to add? No, I think we're pretty much uh, pretty much covered everything. We hope everyone can uh, come out for the Dave Kitty Memorial on uh, Friday, October 6th at Latrobe Speedway. Should be a good one. We want to have a lot of sunshine and a lot of cars. DJ, I thank you for being with us today. Thanks, Don. Thanks for having us. I'd like to take a minute and thank all the photographers that provide the beautiful pictures that we use on the Rappin' on Racing Facebook page. At Lernerville, it's Jason Bryan. At Pittsburgh, it's Steve Skarupa. Jennerstown is Benji Husick. Latrobe, Howie Bayless. Now, Howie and Scott Goodman travel around a lot, and we get pictures from them for specific racing events. And we thank all these people for their wonderful work. It will be a September to remember at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, where high speeds and thrills meet. Saturday, September the 2nd, the Fast on Dirt 410 Wing Sprint Cars return for their final visit of the season for a 3000 to win showcase. On September 9th, all military, veterans, and first responders receive free grandstand admission for the third annual Josh Langer Hobby Sock Invitational featuring a pre-race kid-focused festival. The second annual Sport Compact Shootout, the Rush Late Model Topless 20, and Thunder on the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds invade Dirt's Monster Half Mile on Saturday, September the 16th. The regular season draws to a close for championship night on Saturday, September the 23rd featuring the crescendo for the Rush Sportsman Modifieds. Night one of the Bill Hendren Memorial for the Rush Late Models. The Bob Walters Memorial for the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks headline the Friday before the Pittsburgher on Friday, September 29th. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series 35th Annual Pittsburgher presented by Big River Steel and night two of the Bill Hendren Memorial finish off the season on Saturday, September 30th. Tickets are on sale now. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, ppms.com. 
every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania. Their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Thanks for tuning in to Rapping on Racing. I'm Lenny Batiki. Coming up next, a recording we did for PRNs at the track. Check it out. Joining us now on the ProFabrication.com hotline. The winner from Blanket Hill Speedway in the junior sprint category, Carly Miller. Hey, Carly, welcome to the show. I uh, did, did get to see the uh, victory lane photos uh, there and all the twin state, uh, you know, symbol there alongside you as the Ohio and yep. Pennsylvania crew comes together. But how about the race? Mm-hmm. We didn't get to hear about that yet. How, how did things play out to uh, get you to victory lane? I like to keep myself as calm as I can while I'm racing, especially in the lead. You can get really overwhelmed, and I just like to keep myself as calm as I possibly can. I led all 25 laps. So so let's stop there. Uh, Carly, Carly Miller on the uh, profabrication.com hotline. You said you like to keep calm, and you led 25 laps. That's a long time. What do you yeah. do in the car to keep calm? You, you, you don't have a radio to listen to your stuff, your iTunes thing can't nope. play then what do you do to settle yourself to stay up front in the right way that you want to i mainly just try to talk myself through each lap talk about how i could have done a corner differently or how i could improve that corner and sometimes i just run through songs in my head and i just sit there and just enjoy while i can the fact that i'm racing i love the sport so very much that's really what i do is just keep myself as content as possible wow and content with leading all the laps at blanket <laughs> hills Beachway last weekend our guest of the profabrication.com hotline carly miller telling us about how she stays calm in the driver's seat even in the midst of all the swirl uh within what's going on living like outlaws youth program driver on the profab hotline speaking of profabrication Headers exhaust all the parts and pieces at profabrication.com. So, Carly, uh, a little bit that I know about your family, you're now third-generation uh, racer. What kind of vehicles did your, uh, your family race before you? So, my dad, he raced a 270, and my grandfather, I can't remember what he raced, but they were some of the old, old cars. They were they look like the cars that you would drive on like the streets in like the old days they (laughs) were they were so i love looking at all the pictures of my pat miller racing because it just blows me out of the water just how like how we've evolved from those types of cars to the cars that we have today Carly Miller on the profabrication.com hotlines. You led all the laps last weekend at Blanket Hill Speedway to take the junior sprint checkered flag there. Uh, what, what is it uh, uh, about, 
you know, sports in general. I understand that, you know, you, you do this, you do softball, you do volleyball. Are, are you as good at the other two sports? It's kind of a lot to handle because <laughs> you start winning all these races and then you just want to continue that winning streak and you're not going to be able to do that in volleyball and softball you're just not going to be able to so with that it kind of tears you down just a little bit but but racing seems to be the one that fits you best isn't it yes it does wow carly miller our our guest on the profabrication.com hotline where where would you like to end up uh you know are you are you thinking indycar you think of nascar world of outlaws what fits carly miller and the, the dream for the future. I currently, my dad's not such a huge fan of it, but <laughs> I would love to be a 410 driver with the World of Outlaws. I have always looked up to them as just being that kind of driver. And my dad's not so for it because of all of the expensive parts that go to it. I mean, I can see myself as a 410 driver. Carly Miller, our guest on the ProFab Hotline. Who's, who's your favorite outlaw driver? Oh boy, there's so many of them. Either Logan Shuhart or Carson Macedo. They, I've talked to them while I was in Volusia, and they were just so nice. They talked about how they used to race a bunch of different things. It's just so nice to talk to them about it. Carly Miller, check her out as a part of the Living Like Outlaw, Outlaws Youth Program. Carly Miller, thanks for taking the time to join us, and good luck with the rest of the season. Fans, stay with us. We'll be right back with another guest of the ProFabrication.com hotline. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your engine against sludge and wear with a synthetic oil change. O'Reilly Auto Parts has five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $35.95. Plus get a $5 O reward to use on a future purchase. Our professional parts people can also recommend all the supplies you need for your next oil change. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. It will be a September to remember at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, where high speeds and thrills meet. Saturday, September the 2nd, the Fast on Dirt 410 Wing Sprint Cars return for their final visit of the season for a 3,000-to-win showcase. On September 9th, all military, veterans, and first responders receive free grandstand admission for the third annual Josh Langer Hobby Sock Invitational featuring a pre-race kid-focused festival. The second annual Sport Compact Shootout, the Rush Late Model Topless 20, and Thunder on the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds invade Dirt's Monster Half Mile on Saturday, September the 16th. The regular season draws to a close for Championship Night on Saturday, September the 23rd, featuring the crescendo for the Rush Sportsman Modifieds. Night one of the Bill Hendren Memorial for the Rush Late Models, the Bob Walters Memorial for the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks headline the Friday before the Pittsburgher on Friday, September 29th. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series 35th Annual Pittsburgher presented by Big River Steel and Night 2 of the Bill Hendren Memorial finish off the season on Saturday, September 30th. Tickets are on sale now. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, ppms.com. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store or do it all online and get home delivery. 
Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. I want to take a minute and thank our marketing partners. Number one, Cochrane Automotive. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Zarin Truck and Automotive and RPS Financial Solutions. Without these people, we would not be able to do Rappin' on Racing, and I thank them. If tomorrow all the things were gone, Work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American To the hills of Tennessee Across the plains of Texas From sea to shining sea From Detroit down to Houston And New York to L.A. Where there's pride in every American heart And it's time we stand and say
number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week and be sure to tune in for another installment of Rappin' on Racing. Stand on it. Come on y'all, stand on it.